Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Three Dudes with a View, Tuesday edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Uh, I did not see any frost out there this morning, so maybe we've dodged a bullet, but we've got a few more days in this cold snap. Hopefully we can get on through the 1st of April and uh, trees and plants will be protected. Uh, it's uh, it's the time, though, because the... Uh, they, you, you can bring in some plants. You can cover some plants, but the majority of the, you know, your trees and whatnot, you, you can't, you can't do anything. And uh, a freeze this time of year after they've already budded can do a lot of damage. But maybe we'll get through it. And it'll all be okay. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is still driving the bus. Hopefully, he'll get it parked and get in here in a minute or two. And good morning, Del. Oh, there he is. You're out there driving the bus. I am, yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Good to have you. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. And regular special guest dude, native son of Columbia, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Are you someplace warm, Ron? Uh, Chattanooga, about parallel to you guys. We're getting it done over here. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. All right. Folks, we have got a very special guest dude today. Uh, his name is John, I hope I get this right now, John Prinsinski. That sounds good. Sounds right. good. Is it, are we getting close? And uh, John called me up last week and said that we weren't treating you fairly, Mr. York. And so I said, okay, come on in and uh, and and help him out, <laughs> you know. Well, thanks, John. You're you're you know, welcome, Mr. York. Up on me every now, and every and every I time. Hold, I try to hold my own. Well, I tell you, every time I'm listening to this show, it's it's bash bang. Get the knives out. They slicing you right wide open, young man. Yeah, <laughs> but they don't believe in the truth. Yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the big thing right there. There we go. The truth. John is retired from uh, GM. Uh, has five grandchildren, and uh, we. John, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mr. Kennedy. Honored to be here. <laughs> I finally got to meet the man, the myth, the legend. Oh, gosh. I'm sure about it. Anyway. A lot of myth, a lot, lot of myth. <laughs> a lot of myth, yeah. Um, but thanks for having me. Oh, glad, glad, delighted to have you. And uh, the, uh, the let's see, Ron, this week, and Ron writes a column which runs in about 60 newspapers, websites, whatever, around the world. Uh, and it's a weekly column. And, Ron, I've left my cell phone at home, but uh, you wrote this week about uh, that trial over in South Carolina. What's the fellow's name? Murder's son. Murder. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. Murder. What, what about it, Ron? Well, took a little different angle on it. My, my view was, you know, everybody saw the trial and, and saw the guy, you know, probably 99% sure he's guilty. But the, the real story to me was the ability of these lawyers in this town, and maybe it was this way in Columbia at one time, I don't know, but an old family with a bunch of lawyers, law enforcement, uh, old family lawyers, to let him get away with this for decades. I mean, if you read about or listen to the case, he would, like, steal a, you know, a million dollars from a client 
and he had a case with another lawyer, another lawyer covered for him. And then they kind of square up later. And, you know, they were doing all these internal things for years and years and years. And I kind of compare it to Congress where you have, you know, a lot of lawyers in Congress, most, you know, a lot more Democrats. Democrats have a lot more lawyers than Republicans uh, total as a percent of their, their legislation. And when you get that many lawyers together, it's never good for anybody. Well, they tend to cover for themselves. It's all about them. It's not about the your client and his ability to steal that money from his maid. His ability to steal money from clients is just new no end. And it just went on for decades and decades. And what took so long to get him? Well, the reason they didn't get him is they were all covering for each other. And you look at that town like that, you know, that town he lived in, when you had that many plaintiff's lawyers in town, and there's no business. There was nothing but them. They were the show. They were the law, and uh, that's troubling. You know, lawyers should be more more beholden to their clients, should be more beholden to the truth and what's good for the community, not not just each other. But, and Ron, you must have just woke up off that turnip tree or something because that's always happened in these small towns when you have uh, noted lawyers and families. It happens all across America every day, and it's been happening for a long time. There's nothing well, how new. You, how you gonna get rid of? It? You gotta call it out. That was a great example of Mr. York, and it's uh, you know they, they tend to be Democrats because they they like the law, they like the plaintiff's bar, the plaintiff's bar is primarily give the Democrats, and they take care of each other. I mean the the whole Cap Lejeune thing. I mean that's just you know, the same thing as Mesothemone. They get these big lawsuits, they get these big bundles of money, they advertise for clients. Have you been injured? Are you sure you haven't been injured? And it just, I don't know, it just runs businesses out of a town. And I think if you look to, if you look to a bad town, you, get to, you go to a really bad town, there's two things you see in the bad town. Pawn shops, you know, cash in the, you know, cash in the checks and cash, uh, payday advance loans and a bunch of plaintiff lawyer billboards. <laughs> well, we got, we got some of both here, but I can tell you, I know a person know, right here in Columbia that a lawyer took their money and didn't do anything, told him I can't represent you after he took the money. Yeah. Well, right here in Columbia. Yeah, there's there's some lawyers that will sue other lawyers. They're they're very small. No, they they won't. If they live in that town, they not because this particular lawyer told the client that I can't. I got to live here. I can't. I can't represent you. Yeah, well, there's a lot of that. That's true. And you know, your clients come along once in a lifetime with these lawyers. These lawyers have to deal with each other every day. So they're more. They're more. They're like WWF wrestlers. WWE, whatever the wrestlers. They they act like they're fighting. Talking about you, Dell. There's oh, a lot well, of, I, of I, bravado, I, but at the end of the day, it's all show. I'm they really speak get along up, defend yourself, Del. Well, I'm trying to get a word in edgewise here. The, uh, you know, over there in South Carolina, apparently there was just a nest of them over there, and, and uh, it was bad. Now, but again, I always, you know, we start talking about lawyers in general and of uh, southern towns and all this kind of mess. I, you know, it's always easy to generalize like that. What I have to look at is what I know, and uh, what I know is, you know, um, Murray County. Um, and Murray County has had, in general, uh, all of my lifetime, all of my career, 40 years, a very honorable bar. Uh, and it, <clears throat> we don't have any uh, lawyers on billboards, not any local lawyers. And uh, we have lawyers who, in general, are very honorable and who do a very good job. That's probably uh, why Columbia's grown and been a big, good community. It's probably good. Yeah, yeah. This, it's not that way everywhere. You got to admit, it's not that way. You look, you go to Pensacola, Florida. You go to Tallahassee. You go to 
your rough towns of Phoenix City, Alabama, that just aren't growing, and there's a there's a common theme. Yeah, but I mean, at the U.S. Attorney's Office, I worked with lawyers in New York and you know San Francisco and Atlanta and Washington D.C. and that type of thing. And now, folks, they they do uh, the kind of things that uh, Murdoch would only dream about, except it's so sophisticated. Uh, it's not. It's not hauling money out the back door in cash and suitcases like Murdoch was doing. Uh, what they do is so sophisticated that you know you can't. You, 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 nobody. You know, it, it's just. It. It's not blatant. It's. Uh, well, it's well, there. I can. I can bet in almost any town in USA America, there's one or two lawyers that the community knows that that's fakey and flaky and they don't want to deal with them i don't know how they earn a living but they're in every country town there there is a lawyer too that people try to stay away from there's also Atticus Atticus finch too right yeah. in these towns yeah. they're good people no, no no doubt about it right i'm just saying these towns that don't grow these towns that have problems we have three thousand residents that's never grown south carolina's growing like crazy this town's not no businesses are there. They all run out of town because they get sued for left and right. There's a cabal between the lawyers. There was a time in Mississippi where all these drug, these pharmaceutical cases were consolidating these towns in Mississippi, right, Delk? And they, they finally got rid of that where you have to have – they sell one pill at one pharmacy in, in Yazoo City, you know, Mississippi, and the plants turn with Sue Pfizer or Sue whatever, I think, and they shake them down. I think Dickie Scruggs – doing business. Yeah, I think Dickie Scruggs finally went to jail down there, and I don't know what went on in Mississippi. That was that was bad. Like I said, right here in Murray County, uh, you know, we're remarkably blessed to have good people in this community, including our lawyers. Uh, now, when you get up to these big national firms and these international firms, folks uh, – Sometime, you know, they used to say there has to be at least five million involved before it's worth hiring them. Uh, these days, I'd say ten million involved before it's worth hiring them. But um, they, they are, they, they do not. Their first, you know, we we've got lawyers, you know, that get up in the morning in, here in Columbia and say, I want to take care of my client. Uh, these big national and international firms. All they're doing is just generating as much money as they can. Client who? <laughs> we don't care. And yeah. it's a much more sophisticated, illegal, uh, or sometimes. Billing, yeah. They're in no hurry to resolve anything because they're billing by the hour. I just went through a divorce. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the worst lawyers I've ever seen are, are divorce lawyers. I mean, they're, they're awful. And they, I tell you, if you capped it, I'm not big about capping anything, or but if you capped divorce lawyer fees at $5,000, they'd all settle it a month. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no different outcome. They just milk it, milk. They see money, they see dollar signs, they milk it. They'll ruin a family. They'll do anything they need to do to to, to prolong the case. And they're the worst kind of humanity. Um, Delk, I'd contend that it's easier for for bad lawyers to operate in smaller cities than it is in the, in a larger arena because well, I'm, there's I'm, a thing there's a thing called status in every little country town, and people are afraid to change the status of an individual by by talking about something that was done to them that was illegal or wrong. Well, I I know that you've got this stereotypical small-town lawyer in mind, and Murdoch fit the stereotype. Uh, but that's penny-ante stuff compared to what these big international and national firms do. And it's, What are they doing, Del? 
and like you said, that you know the associates have to build two thousand hours a year, or they get fired. And so, yeah. what what is that these days? The going right three hundred fifty four hundred dollars an hour. No, it's six hundred, six hundred, seven hundred. Yeah. The King Spalding guys are getting a thousand. Oh yeah, okay. And they just you know, so the, what does the associate do? They they just go in there and start you know just pick up the file and start you know doing some research working or something. Yeah, yeah, working the file. Yeah. The, the, the only good advice you ever get from a lawyer, I found, I've had to deal with corporate lawyers or whatever over the years, and the only good advice you get from a lawyer is when you interview them. And when you go in the interview, they'll tell you, oh, you got to do this, you do this, you do this. You hire them, they, sit, they go into the four corners. This is a, you don't hear from them. Everything's like brand new to them. Oh, I never, I got to really research that. Let me get back to you. And then I will guarantee you about a third of everybody's bill is them calling the other lawyer trying to connect up to talk about something. You know, there's mechanical things that need not be anything. The best thing you do out there, advice to your, your listeners, you got a document you want to draw up, go on LegalZoom, go online, get the document, write in there what you want, get an hour with a lawyer, put it in front of them, say, okay, what do you think about this? Where, where am I flawed? Where, you know, and get their advice directly as you watch them. <laughs> you, <laughs> don't, give them don't give them a file. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't listen to the rule about legal legal uh, information, right? They said the worst lawyer in the world is somebody a worse fool in the world is someone that tried to represent himself not really mr yard not not if you not on a corporate document i don't know too many people has been successful doing it you're looking at one yeah well folks well john what's your experience with lawyers i don't have none and i don't want any <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well i i i, my, I, I, I yeah, I try to stay away from all that mess. Again, try to live a good, clean life. You know, you got to use a lawyer. There you go. There you go, John. There you go. All right. Well, my my approach, folks, is that you know, when it comes to lawyers and doctors, and I've you know, I do most of my own uh, legal affairs, but I have occasionally hired a lawyer for this, that, or the other. Um. You know, whether it's a lawyer or a doctor, I hire people who live in the community with me, who go to church with me, who uh, have uh, grandchildren or children on the soccer team with mine, uh, people who truly, you know, care about me and want to help me out. And uh, you know them, yeah. yeah, you know them. It's a big difference. Sometimes you're not doing that. Yeah, that, that's okay, it. Is important to have one in the community is well thought of and. and has plenty of business you're not their meal ticket you don't want that but in general i think it's not really the bad people going to law it's just like you know it's like construction i mean good people going to construction all of a sudden you know plumbers are late they lie to you about what they're going to do it's just a it's certain businesses are just are just fraught with lying politics lawyering sometimes construction you know people they just have to be there tuesday they don't show up thursday friday they're going to do that i think the line piece of it is kind of systematic in whatever business they're in and, well um, generalizations are tough and all that anyway let's let's uh let's take a break and come back
For 60 years, people all over Middle Tennessee have returned to Parks Motor Sales again and again because they get the best vehicles and best service possible. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for options. New Buicks, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and more. Then stop by 919 Nashville Highway, test drive a Buick, and see why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group. 
or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. The Q&A Group, land is your legacy. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Welcome back to Tuesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three, Delta Kennedy Programming Notes. Uh, let's see. Today, we've got a special guest, and I'm going to say hi to him right now, uh, Mr. John Prinsinski. Good morning, Del. How are you doing? Good morning. Called up last week, said we've been too hard on Mr. York. I said, well, come on in. And so, glad to have you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, man. The uh, uh, Let's see, folks. Uh, tomorrow... Wednesday, Clayton and I will be in Nashville showing support for the Scenic River designation of the Duck River and support for, uh, you know, I, I still just call it an impact fee, but it's not called that anymore. But it's a bill that will allow Murray County to impose uh, fees on development to let growth pay for growth, both of which will be in front of the appropriate committees in the morning in the House. And so Clayton and I are going up to support those uh one thing you need to know that i think has been subject to some misinformation out there is that if you are a private landowner the scenic river designation will not change anything that you can already do with your land except put in a dump that's it so uh seems fair seems fair yeah seems fair seems fair all right uh, let's see. You can listen to us and watch us at our website. Uh, audio and video is there. Audio and video are also archived at the website. You can pick up the podcast. Uh, let's see. We're live on Twitter right now, aren't we, Clayton? We are. And that's the the show. That's audio and video, and it'll be archived there as well on Twitter, so you can listen and watch at your convenience. And then, of course, you can go to our website or anywhere you get your podcast and hear the podcast of this show dude number two clayton harris how you doing man i'm doing well Del. good morning everybody and yeah well we will have a special guest host tomorrow ah further programming note our, should we should we tell who it is yeah i guess we better yeah we probably should all right mr york this i mean a 24-hour notice it's gonna be wild and wacky wednesday wild and wacky wednesday this is your dream guest host mr york drake collie is coming on which great collie my man uh, yes sir so i mean this this is the democrats revenge show <laughs> the uh it'd be you and drake versus debbie matthews i say sort of like godzilla versus megalon <laughs> I, 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 I mean so folks tune in tomorrow it will be a wild ride and clayton i'll be back on thursday so. i'm telling you I'm now drake is you know he's a democrat 
liberal down to his bones. And uh, so Debbie's going to be in a corner uh, trapped by Drake, Miss York, and Lord, there's no telling what she'll do. <laughs> Roles are reversed a little. So, yeah. <laughs> You're right about out. that. She's scratching. She'll be scratching tomorrow. Well, yeah. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How's she doing? Good morning, man. You got more trouble. Questions now about Andy Ogle's claims to be successful business leader. Wow, wow, we. What do you expect? Another Not, Republican liar. Not, I know. <laughs> John, you can't get rid of them, man. Just one, they fall off the box one after another. Wow. All right. Regular special Unbelievable. guest. Unbelievable. Regular special guest, dude. Uh, native son, favorite son of Columbia. Tuesday, Tuesday guest, uh, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. And again, uh, hello to John Francisky. Uh, glad to have you here. Thank you. Welcome, John. Yep. Thank right. you, Mr. York. Now, Ron, you sent me, you know, this is sort of dull, but uh, you sent me an article yesterday, and I, I sent it out to Clayton and Mr. York as well, about uh, which you called, and I read it, and I agree, is, is an objective, thorough view of what happened at Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, and basically, folks, what it boils down to is that uh, in the and and there's not many people still left in the industry who recall the rising interest rates of the early 80s and those of you you know who either inside or outside banking recall the early 80s we had steep inflation and rising interest rates and a number of banks and savings and loans failed because they failed to manage correctly in a rising interest rate, rising inflation environment. Uh, the, the, the ones who got out ahead of that and managed their business correctly, uh, you know, survived. Those who didn't do the appropriate things in that environment or didn't know how to do the appropriate things in that environment uh, did not. Silicon Valley Bank, very much the same. They uh, did not anticipate that they thought inflation was going to be transitory, that interest rates, therefore, would not rise or rise for long, and they managed their affairs uh, accordingly. Yeah, and, the real story that I'm writing about this week is how woke they were. They, they're, they're always talking about, you know, they're patting themselves <laughs> on the back about how... Read about Mr. York. Later on there is not. no... Look, woke, if you're not woke, what are you? You're asleep, Right. Look like Man. they were asleep. They gave- I want to know what what, what 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 is woke. They spent a lot of time talking about they're going to change the planet. They're they're, they're talking about the, the the last thing he posted the the CEO last question he answered named Becker was about how he liked to go biking and and something. I mean, they weren't tending to their business. They were trying to do social justice. They were trying to do uh, virtue signaling all the time. They were they, you know there's, there was a ski trip with all the women during International Day out. In, Tahoe, there's how great they were. It's just when you lose sight, you don't tend to your knitting. When you lose sight to what you're doing, you're then and and all. It's just it's just a situation where you know you go woke, you go broke. I mean, this this they were they were number one ESG for some reason, but they didn't have a chief compliance officer. Right, well, that, I think people small, look the other way when people aren't doing amount. the right things. When people aren't doing the right thing, they virtue signal. I mean, same thing Madoff did. That that was a small amount of what business thought the SVB bank did. The major problem with SVB, they had a lot of 
venture capitalists and, and, and first-time business owners, and they were trying to get startup businesses through investment through that bank. That, yeah, the CEO made $9 million last year. He should and have had stock it. in the last month before yeah, it went under. He made $3.6 million on his stock before it actually crashed. Now, I got a question for you, Ron. Should the government have come in and, and taken over that bank? Absolutely. Well, you don't pay anybody above $250,000. The FDIC insured 90% of their deposits were above the two fifty. So you don't bail these people out. These are big tech entrepreneurs. These, these are Democrat donors, which tells me they'll probably bail them out. But they're, they're well, not. They, the that's official. They're bailing them out, Ron. Yeah, I know, but that's why. I mean, that's well, well, you know, you said you said hazard. yes. The government, the government should come in. And, the government should come in and take it and take control, right? Well, they'll sell it to another bank. What they do is they they'll they'll do a shotgun wedding. They'll they'll bring in J P Morgan. They'll bring in. You know, Jamie Dimon, J.P. Morgan, some of the bigger balance sheets, I, you know, and, and sell it to them. Uh, now, make you're, them take you're, the you're a libertarian. And, now, you say no government. You're a libertarian. You say no I'm government. No but, government, but, Mr. York, but, but, but you don't mind. You don't mind government coming in to rescue people. And these well, are first, small where, where was business government before this happened, Mr. York? Why did it get to here? This big regulator. Well, well, where, have a flag where was now? the, reg- the regulations? Government's not saving them. It's our tax money. Don't the be, regulations be, were silly. changed in 2018, Ron. Well, the, the regulations, regulations were changed. The, the Dodd Frank bill was modified in 2018. What, what does that mean? I don't, that that's means a crazy they didn't Democratic have the suitable number that's of clients, woke, people watching it. That's a they woke, have, stupid okay. talking Big banks can going, afford. going around. Right, so you have the thing. 16th largest bank in the country, and it's no one's totally watching. totally false. No, it's just basically they were virtue signaling the deep state, the regulators, and they're probably looking the other way. Aren't they cool? They they're they're so diverse. Their ESG numbers big. They're going to save the planet. That has they're, nothing. They're to a do. bank. They're they're in the business of lending money, and if they bail out people above two fifty, they really should not because you got you can't do that. That that implies they're going to bail out everybody, Mister York. And they, what they do to the banks, what they're doing because they're so tired of the regulation. They socialize their losses and they capitalize their, their their gains. They take the gains and pay themselves big bonuses when things are good. But when it goes bad, they push it back to us, the government. They, there so has so to be we need regu- we need regulations to stop that. No, Regula- you got regulations everywhere. There's no more regulated business than that. You can't <laughs> well, say you know, that. I, I like you. You know who else is regulated? Was Bernie in, Madoff. In Bernie Madoff is regulated. In what? a foxhole, you don't care if you got an atheist or a gay in a foxhole, but you know you you don't want regulations until something goes awry. It is good what government business to try that seems to help. A little that. homophobic, Mister Mister York. That's not homophobic. That's it just does. telling the truth. You libertarians, homophobic. I'm offended. You libertarians I'm go, I'm go. don't want government until you need some monetary. Assistance. No, we don't. We don't ever come that way anyway. I don't. I'm a libertarian. I don't use turn signals. Cause I don't want people to know where I'm going. <laughs> we are libertarian. Let the free market sort it out. Let a stronger yeah. bank with better better credentials, if, not being woke and diverse if, and all this crap that these that guys are doing. That woke and diverse has nothing to do with it bad everything to do with it. dealings. Everything and, to do and, with it. And the York. whole problem was the interest rate increase when they bought a lot of And they're of the only bank bonds. in the country that couldn't handle that. They didn't balance their load. Well, because they're worried about being woke and doing total trips no, and, and well, they gave, and saving, they gave five and billion the to some. They gave five billion forty to some billion dollars after the government right. came in that and let people talk. that were business owners get their money. Forty billion dollars. That doesn't These tell are all me that's tech, woke. Left wing California techies. These are your guys. 
Yeah, they're inventing stuff. They're producing products, and well, they, they need produce. startup money. And they came to the bank to get the startup money. No, they don't. They got the money in the bank. That's why they're not lending. That's the problem. They only they only put sixteen percent of their money out in loans. The rest, they were just getting money. I, I was up against them. I, Goldman Sachs and Morgan said I was up against these guys. They do bully these these tech startups, which oftentimes will raise a lot of money. Like Roku had Roku that that thing that on your TV. They had four hundred eighty million dollars with them. You know why? You're above two fifty. You're a general creditor of the bank. You know that. So you know. So there's a lot of things. These businesses have to. You can't just bail people out every time something happens. I just got a question. If it's the sixteenth largest <clears throat> bank in the in the nation, something has to be done. You can't let that many businessmen go under. Oh, oh, look at you all, son. Sure, the is, man. Yeah. is any any of those uh, white collar workers going to jail? I don't know. They should. Well, at the bank, maybe. Yeah. I hope so. It's you our money bailing them out, right? Sorry, is it our money bailing them out? Well, it's government money, yeah. Taxpayer money, FDICA money. I, I don't Anything. even know who that guy is from SVC. Who were the the nine million dollar guy you guys were talking about? Who got that bonus? Yeah, that made himself a bonus. Yeah, it's the president. Well, they all got bonuses down there. His name was Greg Becker. He's the CEO down there. If you look at their website, all they do is espouse all this, all this woke, you know, the Versi Women's Day, the women's skin. There's all, you know, they're, they're trying but to. Five billion they, they some they green have project. A chief compliance officer, and they're, they're a high ranked ESG, which is another joke. What's ESG, uh, Rod? Tell, <coughs> tell people what it is. It's, it's uh, environmental, environmental, social, and, social and uh, guidelines and compliance that businesses try to adhere to. So they Not greenwash the everybody. They, they advertise, the you know, like, like they're all so socially conscious. And all they they picked up some trash on the road, or they they and they and they're also lending. Their lending policies were to these, you know, some of these uh, green policies that just aren't workable in the market. Like solar and other things aren't ready. They're just not there yet. So you right. lend to companies like Slendra went under back in the day. You, you got to make good business decisions to survive. You cannot be... But it wasn't the businessmen. It was the bank that made a bad decision. The, the board of saying. directors made bad decisions. We're saying decisions, the same Ron. thing. Yes. It's the same thing. Go woke, go broke. Same thing's happened with Disney recently and and, and look at FTX and Sam Bankman freed. He gave his big, second biggest donor to the Democrat Party. He went under with FTX with the crypto. You get all but these I'm, people... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to object to that. It was... It was woke. It was greed. They there wanted to go. make more money by buying treasuries, and the interest rate went up and caught them with the pants down. That's what happened. Well, well I think Rod's point is other the, banks. They weren't, so we're supposed to bail them out? What, what, is that, what message does that send to other banks? If we go in and bail these guys out, it says go take all the risk you, you want, we're going to take care of you. I think Ron, another 2008. Exactly yeah, I think Ron's point, though, Mr. York, is they were asleep at the wheel, distracted with things that had nothing to do with making money, and uh, so then they went under. They weren't asleep at the wheel. They were greedy and thought they were going to make a killing, but the interest rate went up on them. They took a high risk, and, and we're supposed nobody to take in that company. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to take them out. Well, when you got when you got all the businesses that were doing business with them, you can't just let those people. You, you'd have an unemployment rate of fourteen percent if you let that go. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, no, you're you wouldn't. you're right in the sense that they utterly failed to manage in a rising interest rate environment. And why is it why are the rates rising, Mr. York? Because the Biden cut the XL pipeline, oil and gas goes up a XL lot. Pipeline. Inflation happens. We have this huge ramp up. Inflation is six, seven, eight percent right now on his watch. 
that all these policies, all these regulations, inflation is at six percent. Inflation at six percent. It was six point four last month. It's at six percent now. It's going down. The Feds are doing the right, using the right tools to reduce inflation. All right, let's take a break. Come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Let's talk about antique versus vintage jewelry. Did you know antique jewelry is over 100 years old and vintage is 50 to 100 years? Tillis Jewelry, located downtown Columbia, has a wonderful collection from Georgian, Victorian, Edwardian, and Art Deco. We select every piece for their timeless beauty. Stop by and select your favorite piece. Jewelry to last a lifetime. Remember, Tillis Jewelry, your antique and vintage jewelry store. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Vintage doesn't always mean long-lasting. As your home systems age, your repair costs, utility bills, and breakdowns rise. During Hiller's Vintage Showdown, we're giving away a free new system to the owner of the oldest HVAC unit. Submit a picture of your old equipment online to see if you qualify as the winner. Everybody wins with trade-in credits plus 0% financing for up to 48 months with approved credit on select new HVAC systems. Enter to win now at happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Oh, we got one sideways. That's Christian Eckes. Returns to Atlanta Motor Speedway. And you can catch the action right here on the Motor Racing Network. Here comes Corey Heim, rookie driver out of Marietta, Georgia. First career win in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, and it happens at Atlanta. It's the Fray 208. Saturday, March 18th at 1230 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. 
All right, welcome back, everybody. This is T. Willie, and I have somebody special on the phone right now, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. Miles, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's always a good time to come shopping at Foodland, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what uh, what specials you got for us this week right now? All righty, well, this week we have T-Bone Steaks, three ninety nine a pound, three-pound bag yellow onions, two for three. Uh, we also have Sun Drop. 12 packs, two for nine, and Hormel Black Label Bacon, $4.99 each. Wow, what a, what a price on the T-Bones. Eh? $3.99 a pound, you said? Mm-hmm. Wow, that is amazing. So thank you, as always. And again, you're open seven days a week, uh, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. right there on West 7th, just right by the post office. So everybody needs to come in and check out those great deals. If you can't remember what we just told you, just pick up a flyer at the door. So, uh, Miles, thank you, and thank the great staff there. And, uh, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Groove Life Managed Services, LLC, headquartered in Spring Hill, Tennessee, has an opening for an industrial design lead to design and develop high-tech adventure gear for an online retail company. May telecommute periodically from the Spring Hill, Tennessee area. To apply, mail a resume to Susan Cokey at 1220 School Street, number 25, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. That's 1220 School Street, number 25, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. All right, welcome back in. Three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Delk, I'm doing well. I got some breaking news I'd like to share with our audience. Okay. We have a new we have a new coaching hire in Columbia. <laughs> our our local soccer league has hired Delk Kennedy to coach the new six year old team. <laughs> so congratulations to Delk. Oh congratulations. I you know, I think I think when I went to practice yesterday that was maybe the third soccer game I'd ever seen. <laughs> The time of your life. <laughs> anyway, you, you on the road to a perfect record, Del. Uh, oh, and whatever. Those, <laughs> those six-year-old boys are are great, though. They're they are enthused and having fun. Basically, you just need to say the ball goes to that goal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude number two, Clayton Harris has made his announcement. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how you doing? Good morning, Delk. I'd like to just in memorial mention a guy that I work with at Bell South, uh, Sam Benefield. He passed on that on Sunday, and they're having services for him tomorrow. Sam was a all-time gentleman, a good banjo-picking guy. Uh, he, he he was a good worker, and he did a lot of things for the community and service and when he worked in special services across uh, the, the county. So, uh Rest in peace, my man. Sounds like he'll be missed, and our condolences to his family. Yeah. Uh, dude, let's see. Regular special guest dude on Tuesday's native son of Columbia, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. You out there, Ron? Hi. I'm here. Hey. I'm here in the car. Go All right. Atlanta for a meeting. All right. And uh, John Prinsinski, uh retired from GM, called me up last week. 
And uh, I, I didn't know him. He said he's been listening to us and said that we weren't treating Mr. York fairly. And I said, well, come on in. <laughs> and so, John, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, John, they think I'm the only voice, so I'm glad you're on board, man. So, hey. I, chime I, in. That, well, you know, they you guys are acting pretty good this morning, so I, I, I don't have to say anything. <laughs> come back, for, come back Wednesday or Thursday, stick, John. Right? Come I, back Wednesday or Thursday. I, I'm going to look through that glass tomorrow. And uh, what is his name? Drake Colley? Is yes. that his name? Debbie Matthews is here. Oh, it'll be about right, right, Mr. York? Yeah, that'd be about right. <laughs> All buy, right. Buy your tickets it's, it's now, It's usually 3-4 <laughs> against Mr. York, and now it's going to be 2-1 and one against uh, Debbie Matthews now? Oh. Is that how I understand it? Oh. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Godzilla versus Megalon. That's what it is. Boy, those wattage, it should be going way over to the right. Strengthen numbers, just strengthen ideas. Facts. Uh, this this one might be this. that'd be great, Mister Hart. This this one Ideas. may get down to a fist fight. Anyway, folks, <laughs> coming back. This has been sort of one of our drier shows. That's okay. The uh, coming back to uh, the state of Tennessee, though, something a little more local. Uh, our lieutenant governor. Uh, has gotten quite a bit of attention, and, and I and I can assure you, after talking to Drake, that's going to probably be brought up tomorrow. So, so but yes, yeah. Well, our lieutenant, what happened? He's, oh, oh, right. he's uh he's a Republican, and uh, he uh, there, he he was on Instagram, and there was a young man, not a minor though, who apparently is gay and was posing in sexually uh, provocative ways and the lieutenant governor you know hearts him and fires fire fire emoji heart emoji oh Oh, god yeah and uh he's gay he wasn't underage and this guy was gay is that i thought that was okay uh well i don't think the lieutenant governor's gay Uh, um he's not no, we don't think. He's got, I don't think he, he knows. He, he's seventy-five or so. Seventy-nine. He's seventy-nine. He's seventy-nine years old. He he knows how to use the fire and heart emojis. That's pretty impressive. Well, but he announced yesterday, word. Clayton, he's not going to get on uh, on the social media anymore. He's no, getting no, on social media. No, the uh, yeah, and that's probably a good idea. Of course, the what the the LBGT community and their supporters have seized upon this. Uh, to attack the lieutenant governor is apparently I think he voted for this, you know, uh, no more public drag, no more drag shows uh, accessible to minors bill, and uh, so they they've seized upon that as hypocrisy. Uh, it's hypocritical, Bill. You voting against legislate, voting for legislation, and then in his social life and his private life, he's encouraging. Uh, Friendship and and making memes and stuff with people of the people he's voting against. How hypocritical! He's reaching across the aisle, Mister York. He's reaching across the aisle. Uh, he's reaching across to something else. <laughs> they used to do. We, we used to do when I was at Columbia High School, late seventies. We used to do. They took us out to drag shows, but there were there were motor cars out there and r- racing. That was the same thing. Yeah. Well, like I say, we had a sheriff that was in several of them. 
Yeah, well, this, I mean, I don't have a problem with. It. I think I think what Republicans are saying, and I, again, I don't have a problem with drag shows or whatever people, whatever they want to do, as long as consenting people are there watching. It's their call, no doubt about it. But here's the deal: you just kids when they're like you know, six or seven or eight years old, it just it's a level that you just kind of let that thing. You know, I think you know. I don't think he's pushing on kids at six, seven, eight years old, ten years old, right? I think you kind of agree with that. Well, they go on to Titans games and looking at booty shorts. Well, that's different. Well, okay. oh, what, so what's, what, what kind of influence is that having on a young man or a young girl? Well, I, I know what it had on me. It was pretty good. I can't imagine. You need to be I, balanced, Ron. Be balanced. Let people live their lives. Leave people alone. You can't control them. You, you can't put morality in somebody else's brain. That's not your job. You're, you're, Take care you're of yourself. Not to the word. You're not listening to the word I say, Miss York. I, I agree. I, the drag shows are fine. I don't care. I mean, I... This place called Allen Goals in Chattanooga is one of the best dance clubs in town. It's a gay gay club, drag show. We get a little we get a little tore up. We go in there and dance. It's kind of fun. I don't give I don't really don't care what they do. Don't, don't try to do it to me. I think all four of us agree on this. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a big. There's I mean, there's more important things that they need to be looking I, yeah, at than I, drag I, shows. I think the legislature agree, had better things to do than to spend their time on. Um, but you know, conflating. You know, a, a pro, you know, a stand of being against minors in attendance at drag shows and liking or emojing an adult uh, by an adult. Those are two different things. They are. Those are, yeah, they are. Those are absolutely two. Then, another area where the Republicans messed up five years ago, I wrote about it, North Carolina, those transgender bathrooms. If this notion that these transgenders are gay, they're not. That's a different union. You know, they, they, they don't mean they're gay. They just, I mean, who cares what, who goes to what bathroom? They get all worked up about that. I mean, I go to the ladies' bathroom a lot of times, football games or whatever, if it's open. There's a big crowd there. I mean, what, we need to lighten up. And certain parts of the Republican Party, the hard right, the social right, they just need to lighten up on these things. And I came out for gay marriage 17 years ago, well before Obama did and Clinton did. I mean, I, I don't care what, I mean, gay, you do what you want to do. That's right. You yeah. know? It, to each his own. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, you I mean, go down to Wayne County, you marry your horse. <laughs> right, I don't like, but, but what people don't like, Delk, and I guess John and and, and Mr. York, is it in your face, right? All this in your face stuff, you know. I, it, it, look, look, at the end of the day, I've seen a gay parade in San Francisco. I've seen one in New York. They're throwing condoms to kids, you know, and and stuff like that. It's just a little bit provocative, a little bit much sometimes, you know. Just, so just there's, remind there's them to be safe. Well, just reminds them to be safe. Six or eight or 12-year-old kid gets hit in the head with a condom. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't, what are they doing they there in the first time. place? Did their parents take them there? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's, 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 I've seen it. I mean, they go there, and the parents try to be woke and nice and take them there. They, that's their call. They won't do that way. Yeah. Y'all got also, one word, this, this woke thing. You, everybody uses woke now. You, you ought to say wake up, you know? Wake up. Okay. Well, I think it's already past this. I think the Democrats and liberals are the ones who coined the phrase. And now that no, it's, it's being the, used the against them, y'all want to abandon tries it. to make it a bad word, and, and they're the ones that don't know how to use it you know, and don't a, know where it's being used. It's a very well, Democrats apt- are really good at wordsmithing. In the old day, you yeah. know, the, the old word liberal kind of got become a bad word. Now you're progressives. You know, you, yeah. no one's better. I, I got to tell you, I have to hand it to the Democrat Party. No one's better at wordsmithing. 
and and messaging than the Democrats. That yeah, is except, credibility except, to do yeah, that. Except Trump stole fake news from the Democrat and liberal media, and now we're stealing woke from the Democrat and liberal media. Hey, power to us. Global warming went from global warming to climate change, too. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and, and raising taxes, the top 1% pay 42% of the taxes. Raising taxes also become pay your fair share. Well, yeah, I might agree exactly. with that. What they don't talk about is what how importantly it goes upon certain people. There's certain people paying the taxes. Some aren't. All right. Well, and you got like, you know, so that's a big issue. Okay, so woke's a good term, and we own it now. That, that's a good nope. thing. All right, but now let's let's talk about Randy McNally just a little bit more, the lieutenant governor. In response, the lieutenant governor, you know, the the LBGT Democrat left in Tennessee, whatever, just jumped all over this particular post on instagram by mcnally or the or his emojis that were there with it in response though yeah. his office produced a whole list of uh or instagram photos that he had liked with a fire emoji and a heart emoji and they were just about everybody he's acquainted with and where from wherever they were old they were young they were gay they were straight uh all across the board he he's just a sort of a serial harder heart emoji uh fire emoji for everybody without discrimination whatsever if they're yeah, there should be an age limit you shouldn't be on facebook or instagram above maybe let's call it 70 i'm not, I'm not big about rules but let's just say it throw it out there's some level well, well that's I, I got another theory i, I agree he could, be, he could be in the closet too well, it's possible Maybe. anybody could be, but you know, he's, that's okay, he's a, Mr. York, right? He's he's a he's emojiing he's emojiing straight people too, though, and old and young. You know, uh, so you know well, that's what I said yesterday. Same thing you're saying, Ron, that his children uh, need to just tell him to step away from the cell phone, and that apparently is what has happened. <laughs> Seventy nine yeah. years old, you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, it. I don't think he realized that whatever he was commenting on was going to be able to be seen by other people and, and i think that just has millions to, exactly, yeah, exactly. I, uh, he, he, he just didn't know he just didn't know john says yeah, keep, uh, keep away from that cucumber emoji uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, thank you dale john I appreciate it. pleasure to have you um, i'll come back too when you bait me again all right Please. let's do it all right come on back john i'll be here mr york just for so you we can, so we can start the fire again that's right wild to truth wild.